Welcome to the Fifth and Gold Podcast. My name is Aaron. I'm here with my co-host Josh, and today we have a very special interview. One of our favorite guests is back mm-hmm. with us on the show. It is helmet artist Armando Villarreal. Armando, thanks for thanks for being back on the show. Well, it's good to be back. Thank you. Yeah, so if you didn't catch it over the weekend, USC and Utah played a really interesting and exciting <laughs> Pac-12 game. Of course, Utah had custom-made helmets. If you remember from last year, we got to talk to Armando about the custom helmets he painted for Utah, and he did it again this year. Armando, can you just speak a little bit about this year's project with the Utah Utes? It was a, kind of just an emotional scene there on Saturday. Can you just speak a little bit about how this project kind of came to fruition and and some of the work that it took to uh, to make all this happen? So last year, uh, the night before they wore uh, the battleship helmet against Oregon, uh, I had uh, dinner with the equipment manager, Cody, and he had told me that this is what he wanted to do because um, Ty, had, Ty had passed away the year before that and then uh, Aaron had, had passed away in September and then this was November, so it was still pretty fresh that he wanted to do a memorial helmet for them. And he wanted to put their faces on each side of the helmet. And uh, I said I couldn't do it, that that was just too much work. And he was uh, pretty persistent in that we do it. And back and forth a little bit, and, and I, I lost that argument, I guess. <laughs> and um, we uh, kind of had to figure out how to how to put two portraits on 150 helmets and in, uh, in time so that they could wear them in this season uh, in time for the game so it was uh it was pretty challenging i'll say that yeah you i was uh, listening to an, a, another interview that you had and you said that this was the most difficult project you had had as an artist which to me i was like wow cuz you've been you've been an artist for a long time and i think since the last time we talked to you you've uh, kind of been starting you've started doing this full time once again so i I've, I've been working for the city um of imperial for the last 5 years now and then uh about 2 months ago I decided that it was time. I mean, we'd, we'd kind of been on the fence about it for a while. And then uh, I actually had four teams to do this year. Wow. And with all of that, I was, there was no way I was going to get it done. And even, even going full time, I, I really wasn't sure if I was going to get it done. And uh, we mailed the last helmets the week before the game. So it was. <laughs> wow. Ooh, man. <laughs> Granted, there was some extra helmets, you know, that they have that, you know, but the player helmets were all the week before and they have to have them in time to build them. And then the players have to wear, wear them for practice and make sure they're fit. Right. And, and, you know, everything else. So it was, it was down to the wire, but mm-hmm. I mean, we got it done in time and they, they had them and, and, uh, everything went well, thank gosh. <laughs> and what a game to, uh, make them, man. Can you, uh, can you just kind of describe the atmosphere of that game? I mean, what an absolutely incredible victory by Utah. Um, I wouldn't necessarily call it, I mean, technically an upset, but my goodness, what a game, what a game to, uh, yeah, go to. So yeah, just describe kind of the atmosphere and kind of what was going on. Um, so last year was the first time I'd been to a Utah game Yeah, and it was against Oregon, number three, Oregon. Mm -hmm. And that was probably the most exciting game I'd ever been to. And, you know, Utah knocked them off and, but they, I mean, that was pretty dominant. You, you, you knew pretty much about the second quarter that, that it was Utah's game to lose. And 
that was that was just an amazing game. And then uh, and then there was a the game this year, and that game went down to what thirty some seconds left in the game when mm-hmm. when Cam scored on that two point conversion. Yep. And that that place was just that place was rocking. I thought it was rocking last year, but man, this <laughs> year was just unbelievable. And uh, you know Donna and uh, uh, Aaron and, and Ty's moms were there and and family and and gosh, it was just so special, you know, with, and have, and the helmets that we did and just, it was just something different, you know, and you could tell. And, and I just, I don't even know. I, I, I still am trying to process that whole, that whole weekend. It was just unbelievable. And, and just what a game and, and just, wow. It was just, it was something else. I'd never seen anything like it before. Yeah. yeah I mean, sure. if, if you needed any sense of how meaningful that game was to the players, basically just seconds after the clock hit zero, there's just Utah players all over the place, just in tears with a combination yeah. of how emotional that game was, everything that built, you know, everything that went into that, remembering a couple of their, their teammates, their brothers that, that had passed away in the last year. And, and, we we joked about it last year. We joked that your helmets were the reason why Utah won. I don't think that's even a joke this year. Like that's a that's yeah. a part of the reality of how this game <laughs> unfolded. That moment mm-hmm. in the fourth quarter where they kind of had a moment honoring those two with the helmets, with you know, as as you said, painted on on either side. Uh, just yeah, it, I I was I had goosebumps watching it at home. I, I can't even begin to comprehend what that was like being there. Rice Cycle Stadium. It's just it's just a different place. That's just a different atmosphere. And you're right. We've seen some top teams go there to die. So, uh, oh yeah, pr- pretty it's, impressive. Uh, it, I, like I said, I just it was just amazing, and just the atmosphere, and 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 you could just feel it. I mean, there was just there's no other way to put it. It was just it was just pure emotion that that whole night, and it was it was just unbelievable. I'm just I'm just very humbled that I get to be part of that, you know, and and to, to be a little part of that family. Yeah. I, I was going to ask you, how long did each individual helmet take you? It, I mean, is there a ballpark? Did you get quicker as you went? I, I'm curious how that, what that process looked like. <laughs> so man, I don't, it, we figured it was probably, so when we did the original concept, it was probably about 12 or 13 hours to, to do the first one. Wow. And then uh, you kind of, you kind of try and dissect it from there as to how you can, you can do this faster and, and mass produce it and kind of figured out that, you know, we started with a white helmet and then we, we, uh, I got on the computer and figured out, you know, what we wanted to keep for white and made masking for that. And then we'd spray the whole helmet red and then we, well, then we put masking on the red that we wanted to keep. And then we sprayed the whole helmet black and then we peeled all the masking off. And then, uh, and then I went back in and masked out the, uh, the faces because, you know, when you, when you put a, a, the flat masking on a round helmet, there's just random places it gets distorted and you can't, I'm not good enough to, to distort it in the exact same spot every time. So you just go in and cut it by hand and then I airbrush the faces and you know a little bit of airbrushing on the helmets and the face masks and shadowed it and, and everything and then we cleared them and uh we would prep 24 at a time on my because that's the rack i have that's what it holds and then i would airbrush six at a time just kind of assembly line you know and then uh 
man, we figured we probably had three or four hours in each helmet, which wow. doesn't sound like a lot until you do 150 of them. <laughs> That's and unbelievable. Then, yeah. So we, so I've been working, you know, we get up, we get the kids ready to go to school and get them off about eight o'clock and I'd head to the studio or the shop. And, and then I would work till about midnight every night wow. for, we've been doing that for about four months now. And granted, two of those two of those months, I was still working for the city. But then the last two months, it was just the studio and the shop, just just helmet after helmet after helmet, trying to get them out the door. And and my wife helped nonstop. She helped, you know, a lot with the kids. And then she actually sanded and and laid the the stripes and the the logo on the back and and helped take the masking off and anywhere she could help. And then we had uh, two of our friends, uh, Shana and, and uh, Ryan helped, you know, where they could to help sand and, and weed masking and masking and unmasking. And, and uh, so pretty much, and even my son helped unmask uh, some of them, you know, here and there. And, and it was just, uh, it was a group effort this year. Normally it's just Laura and I, and this year we had to recruit some help and it was just, Man, it was a monster project, but it was so worth it now that it's done. Yeah, <laughs> and being you know, being, you know, getting to be in the stadium and see what that meant to the fans and hmm. and everybody else, it was it was unbelievable. That's that's amazing. So, if I have this correct, you uh, while making the Utah helmets, you were also uh, making helmets for uh, BYU as well. Uh, yeah. So we yeah. Uh, <laughs> so we started off the year and. Uh, we did uh it's like 40 something for maryland their flag helmet mm -hmm. and then after kind of in the middle of that we got more maryland helmets to do and then um and then we did a uh, half of we did the shut and the vices helmets for uh tennessee for the smoky mountain helmet oh. that they wore this year so i did oh. i did 52 of those wow and then uh and then when we got that one done so we did so this is laura did you know the the logo on here, and then the the stripes that that run through it, and yeah. then then Aaron Lowe, yep, and Ty Jordan on it. Wow! And then, then in the background, all the little white dots is that that moment of loudness they do between the third and fourth quarter. So that's what that is in the background. But hmm. so it was, uh, it's quite the project. Oh yeah. yeah. Wow. So in the, the second quarter they brought uh my family and then uh Aaron and Ty's family onto the field and each gave us a helmet and and introduced us to the crowd, you know, and it was just mm. it was unbelievable. I've never had anything like that done before and and uh we didn't tell the boys that that, that was gonna happen. <laughs> so we um we're sitting in our seats, they put us, you know, pretty good seats and uh the guy with the the head you know the headphones and the, the mic came up and he's like are you armando and i was like yeah and he's like all right you want to follow me now and i was like sure come on guys and they're wow. like where are we going they're like where are we going dad where are we going dad <laughs> just grab your stuff let's go so we went down to the field and uh hmm. we had to sit there and you know we waited for a little while and uh I told him, I was like, enjoy this. Cause there's a good chance this is never going to happen again. Yeah. <laughs> and, and they're like, well, what's that? And I was like, well, just hold on. You'll see. So then they, you know, they brought us out and, 
and they entered you know they said that i i was the artist that painted the last couple helmets and that i was a veteran and that you know that we that we painted this year's helmet and everything and and uh they just they cheered and and it was just it, i don't know i don't even know how to describe that it was just unbelievable like i said i've never had 50 60,000 fans yelling at me before but it was, it was unbelievable. <laughs> that's amazing and, I'm sure, and, yeah wow and the bo- the boys afterwards like i was like well what'd you think of that and they're like well it was embarrassing i was like why is that and they're like well everybody was looking at us <laughs> I was like, well that's kind of the point guys <laughs> yeah, what you got <laughs> so it was it, it was very i don't even know how to describe that just to be part of that mm. and then uh you know, and then they gave a helmet to each of the families. And, and then honestly, it just kind of really seemed like that was kind of when the game really changed yeah. momentum. And uh, it kind of just started slowly going towards uh, Utah's favor after that. And I don't know if it was just because they, they knew that the, the Ty and Aaron's family were there or, you know, what exactly it was. But it just – you could just feel it change then. And then it just slowly was – Utah coming back the rest of the game and it was just just unbelievable. So. Yeah. yeah, no question. I mean from a from a pure football perspective, it's it's interesting because there's no divisions in the Pac twelve anymore. So although Utah has a couple losses, they're right in the thick of it because of that win against USC. Oh, so yeah. I mean I mean was- it, it was so meaningful for such a variety of different reasons. Obviously the football almost takes kind of a back seat when you have something like this, but at the same time, that doesn't take away from the fact that that was, if not for Alabama, Tennessee, I think everyone would be talking about this game even more because of how good it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. It was just <laughs> it was unbelievable. So yeah. Yeah. It was pretty great. Uh, I, I wanted to ask you, uh, Along the, the lines of the BYU helmets that you did, it was interesting to me that because uh, I saw those helmets came out and I knew you were the artist behind it. How did BYU talk, like kind of approach you about those helmets? I found it kind of funny that Utah was kind of, I mean, I know you've done helmets in the past, but Utah were the ones that you were like really known for, like, you know, put that whole project together and then their bitter rivals, BYU comes comes knocking. I, I'm curious how that conversation, what that conversation was like. Uh. Yeah, that one, that was interesting. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, so this, the shut rep that I work with just called and it's like, Hey, uh, BYU wants to do a hand painted. I was like, really? <laughs> They're like, yeah, so, uh, we, you know, we'll, we'll get on the phone and talk to them and, and, uh, see what they kind of want to do. And, and, uh, you know, we talked to them and, and it was, they had threw out a couple ideas and that's what they decided to go with. And, and, uh, you know, you do, um, you do the concept of it, ship it away. And then we didn't hear anything for a while. Um, the equipment manager got promoted and then they brought in another equipment manager to, to replace him. So we didn't know if that was going to happen or not. And, um, and then they decided to do it and, you know, it was, it was pretty straightforward. There really wasn't, I mean, it was the cougar in the mountains of BYU. So it wasn't mm-hmm. on a blue helmet, you know, so it wasn't, there wasn't much, uh, you know, T- discussion of, of a design element or anything to it it was just you know this is what we want and, and uh and make it happen so uh, that's what it ended up on the field wow so it was that one was pretty it's a cool helmet you know it's I, just I it was great yeah yeah i mean I, I i like it i really do like it you know mm-hmm. as, as a helmet but you know when you you look at utah's helmet though and just it's so much bigger than a football helmet, you know, it was just, yeah. just so much to it. And, 
And um, so Saturday morning, so we, I have a license as part, you know, uh, to do sports art for, uh, uh, for Utah with the CLC and um, the bookstore had us out Saturday. So I set up and I was live painting at the, at one of the bigger tailgates there. And it was kind of a chance to just to meet, you know, fans and, and be in front of people. And I, and I had the, the Salt Lake city helmet there and a buddy of mine was there with us from, uh, from Nebraska. And, and he, he does a lot of the filming and, and, you know, the step-by-step stuff. And so we'll have a video coming out, uh, kind of a behind the scenes of making oh, sweet. of, uh, the yeah. Utah, um, probably next week or so coming out. And, and he was there and he helped me with the video for last year's helmet. And he pulled me aside and he's like, you know, uh, I kind of feel bad. And I was like, well, why is that? And he's like, well, I have one of those helmets and it's really cool. And I would never sell it or anything, but to see the way the fans interact with that helmet, like the helmet itself is like a celebrity, you know, because mm-hmm. we, we only make 150 of those. And, you know, there's no more made and, you know, whoever buys them, buys them. And then, I mean, especially that helmet is, is extremely hard to find one and buy one. And so most people never actually get to see those or touch it or, or anything. And so we had it there and everyone was, you know, uh, getting to touch it and see it. And a couple of people were put it on to wear it to take pictures. And, and he's just like, it just, it's, it's just amazing to me what those helmets mean to everybody and that was last year's helmet you know that wasn't even um this year's helmet so it was just it's just very eye-opening to to what that helmet means to everybody in the fans Hmm. well and that goes so i have another story so yeah so yeah so so they gave us the helmet on the field you know and uh so we take it back to our seats and, you know, of course everybody's staring at us cause I have this helmet now and I was just on the field and everything. And, right. and then as the game goes on, my, my youngest son who's nine was wearing the helmet. And then my 12 year old, they'd kind of take turns back and forth wearing it. And people were coming up and just like touching it, you know, <laughs> like for good luck, they'd come up and touch the helmet and touch the helmet. And, and, uh, uh so you know that went on for the rest of the game and then after the game uh we're like leaving the stadium and we would walk like 10 feet and somebody would like want to stop and look at the helmet and take pictures of it and touch it and you know it's the same thing again you know most of them will never get to see one in person and then they'd look at you know they'd be like where did you get that helmet and then they'd look up at me and they're like oh you're the artist you know and so Mm -hmm. i took pictures with people and and, and, you know, my, my kids thought they were rock stars cause they had this helmet that everybody wanted to see and touch. And by the time we made our, of course we were parked on the other side of the stadium. So by the time we made our way clear around and got back to the car, we were like the last ones to leave the place. And, and even in the parking lot and down the street, and I mean, people were stopping and, and honking and talking to us and wanting to see it and take pictures and touch it. And it's just, it was just, it was, it was it was just amazing, like I said, just to see how much that helmet meant to to the fans mm-hmm. and to Utah and to everybody. And and you know, my kids got to be a rock star for a while. And <laughs> it was just, <laughs> it was so much fun. And and just the the fans are so nice. And 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 they just have always treated us like family. And and you know, mm-hmm. it's just 
always, you know, that's just like the highlight of our year is going to the Utah game that they wear the helmets to. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's, that's awesome. Thank you for sharing all that. It, it's great yeah. to kind of get your perspective. And I mean, that's why we're, <laughs> that's why we have you on the show today just yeah. to talk about all, all that. I just want to say from a, you know, kind of an outsider's perspective, I guess, just the whole, the whole, all of it was just incredible. So I uh, commend you for all of your hard work, your, your many, many, many hours in putting this project together. Uh, it's exciting. Before before we go, uh, again, like we did last year, don't want to get you in trouble. Don't say anything you're not supposed to, but do you have uh, some, some future projects in the in the works here? Uh, Hopefully you get a, yeah. at least a couple days break before that, but do you have, oh, some, do you have some projects? <laughs> yeah, we... Uh... Yeah, I do. Again, that's a full. That's a, that, that's an acceptable answer. That was that's a, enough. Yeah, that was the answer last year, and look, yeah. and look where we are now. So that's uh, yes. that's pretty pretty amazing. Right. So, all right, before we go, uh, is there any anything you want to uh, kind of promote? Should people follow you on on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, all, all that kind of stuff? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just I'm Armando Villarreal Studios, and then uh, the the new company I'm working with now is University Sports Art. So, and that's like brand, brand new, like, uh, I'd been talking to him for quite a while. And then when we agreed to just, you know, go forward with this, I was in the middle of helmets. So they've been very patiently waiting for me to be free that, so mm-hmm. that I could start doing sports art. So I, I have a couple paintings uh, of Utah, but now that the helmets are done, we're going to really start pursuing, you know, the different licenses and, and sports art and stuff. So there's, there'll, there'll be a lot of, of more to come from, from me. So that's kind of what's what's next on the on the on the table and and then uh, once helmet season comes around and we'll see what where we go with that then that sounds good well armando thank you again for your time uh all of that stuff will be in the description of both this podcast and of the youtube videos so make sure you go check out that and check out armando's art armando thanks so much for being here thank you oh always a pleasure guys Hey, this is Aaron. I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Fifth and Goal podcast. And a huge thank you again to Armando Villarreal. Make sure you go check out his stuff on social media. His art is insane. So a huge shout out again to him for joining the show. It was an absolute pleasure getting to talk with him. Also, you should check out our YouTube channel. You can just search Fifth and Goal Sports on YouTube. And if it's not out already, we are going to have a video out soon. Uh, From this interview, you can see some of the things that we didn't get to include on this podcast, such as him uh, showing us some of the helmets he's worked on in the past. Just really, really cool. And some of the the behind-the-scenes videos of him making those Utah helmets. So really cool. Check that out. Uh, And we'll see you guys next week. Johnny will be back. He's on the road this week, but he'll be back. Our normal episode uh, resuming on Wednesday. So we're looking forward to talking with you then, breaking down all of the crazy stuff that I'm sure is going to happen in sports this week. Looking forward to it. We'll see you guys then. Have a good week.